0: During these times with the COVID-19 situation going on, we're out of gyms, out of facilities, but really it's a time just to get back to basics, understand fundamentals of movement, understand what kinds of exercises are going to translate into your activities and sports, and still continue to train smart. I think a lot of people are a little lost because maybe they're not exposed to bodyweight training or some of the different styles of training without any equipment and modern facilities, modern styles of training. But this is a time to address some of those fundamentals to help you move better. And when you start to do that, you're gonna notice that when you get back to activities, you didn't even skip a beat. You're just jumping straight back into it. And you might be even doing things better than you have done in the past just because we've addressed that foundational level. This is the right place to learn how a multidimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Welcome back everyone. I hope everyone is doing great. And today I have an interesting topic. So I did some a little research on the history of exercise and movement. History was never my favorite subject in school or anything, but... I did a little research just to see what did people do before the modern era of exercise. And this all stems from a basic question. How did people train effectively before this modern era, modern style of training? So with a little research, I went all the way back and just to see how the evolution of perspective of exercise, what types of exercises were incorporated into daily living and how has this changed over time and even how has this changed in the past century. A lot of these things we can already just make an educated guess. We don't necessarily have to go look it up and research this. But all throughout history, exercise was just part of daily life. It wasn't something that was so structured like we need to do this as a separate facet of our day. It was just integrated into everything that they needed to do to pretty much survive. It wasn't a separated thing like how it is today because we are living so much more sedentary lifestyles. So everyone can guess, before all of the modern weights, gyms, fitness facilities, exercise equipment, before all of this, the population from a fitness standpoint, I would say that they were much more fit, they moved better, they were doing so many things that kept them healthy in other aspects of their life too. What I found was, dating all the way back to prehistoric times, Fitness was just basically needed to survive. You needed to move well, as functional movement systems would say, you needed to move well and move often in order for you to do all of the things that you needed to do. Be able to climb, jump, run, you know, get food, farm, all of these kinds of things. It was very demanding throughout the day just to meet basic necessities to just live and eat and do the things that you need to do. As that kind of evolved, there was a lot more emphasis in agriculture. That started to become the prime reasons for why people need to move. And it's, of course, growing food, farming, all of the daily laborious things that you need to do to make sure that you have enough food to eat. And with some of these tasks, because you're moving in all different ways, you're squatting, you're going all up and down. These are things that kept people... They kept, it kept their mobility in check, kept them moving well, and it also built strength to be able to execute these kinds of tasks over and over. And this provides, again, that functional, foundational level of movement. As we progress through history, during ancient times, it was all about preparing for war and battle. And of course, you needed to be fit, you needed to be strong, you needed to be mobile, quick to survive. Again, you just need that basic fundamental movement so that you can effectively train and prepare for these types of tasks that you need to do. Also during ancient times, sports, athletic competitions, Olympic games were introduced and these all featured skills and movements that related to battle or war. So again, these were activities like the javelin throw, discus, fighting, wrestling, anything that really helped you to be fit so that you could go into these types of wars and battles also in ancient times it's there's so many exercise disciplines that just focus on using your body weight and focus on developing proper movements and creating that mind body connection addressing all aspects of health and these are things like in chinese culture it's kung fu it's all of these other types of movements also yoga was introduced in other parts of the world But there's so many different ancient disciplines that showed the emphasis of how important movement and exercises are. Now, progressing along in the Middle Ages, this is where, of course, it was more, again, hard labor. Just things that were integrated into daily living that were physically demanding. That was very, very common among most of the population. Now, as we start to get more closer to modern times... In the 1400s, what I found was that that's when more emphasis, more focus was placed on actual physical education. And this is where they started to understand more about the overall body and health. Fast forwarding through that in the 1500s, it kind of built off of that. So there was much more awareness on exercise, diet, and even I found that something termed the first sports medicine book was written and that provided some understanding into movements, exercise, also dealing with some of the ailments that they were seeing and when you fast forward into the 1700s so this is when the industrial revolution was happening this was what led to the first shift into being a little bit more sedentary and because there was more of a sedentary lifestyle more emphasis started to shift towards being intentional with exercises so this is where we saw that it's not integrated into every aspect of your life but now it's because you're more sedentary we have to actually be intentional with how we're going to get our movement and exercise just for health Going beyond the 1700s, in the 1800s, this is when gymnastics began to gain some steam moving forward. And it emphasized a lot more of practical and functional movements for gymnastics. And that's how it started. They had some of the events that we still see to this day, but they were focusing on more balance, strength, a balance between strength and mobility. It wasn't so much the artistic emphasis or component yet it was more about moving in certain ways. As we get closer to the 1900s and even to modern times, more intentional forms of exercise and training took place. The United States was actually later into the game of physical exercise and education in this realm and it was probably because there was lesser of a need from what I saw, need to actually prepare for war and battle where in the other countries that was one of the main driving factors as to why their training in certain ways was to prepare for battle. Now in the 1900s this is kind of the modern fitness era it's been a big shift even in the past I would say 20, 30, 40 years but in the modern fitness era when it started it was a lot of weight training base, strength focused, you know preparing for competitive sports This is when gyms started to become popular and across the country. As it progressed later into the 1900s, the business aspect of fitness kind of took over. And this is where you see tons of companies. There's everything from very beneficial equipment to all of your fads that come and go. In the late 1900s, I would say more of the focus was aesthetic based. So of course, bodybuilding came along and it was more using exercise equipment, home equipment, Finding ways to make exercise easier, or maybe at the time it was just making exercise look more appealing so that more people would get interested. That's hard to say. Also supplements, books, magazines, videos, it really became a fitness industry that marketed to a lot of people because we're becoming more and more sedentary and we needed this push to have intentional exercise encouraged throughout the day. Now, if you think about the end of the 1900s with gyms and machines, I mean, I remember when I was growing up, that was the first time that I got exposed to actual fitness or weight training was starting on machines. And I mean, it, it does have its purpose. It's beneficial, but it's not very functional. If you think about it, machines make it the easiest way to turn off your core, rely on external stability, and then focus on just isolating certain muscles which is good to develop certain strength and in certain situations, but from a functional standpoint, that's not how we move throughout life. That's not how we do functional tasks during the day or even in sports. So really we need to get back to what is functional. Now, if you think about more in modern times from 2000s and beyond, there has been so much evolution in the fitness field. And I have seen that a lot in my career and it's becoming more technology driven. There's so many apps, devices, research, data, online resources, which is really, really good. I mean, in the clinic, I use data-driven training resources too, like the Sparta Science System, who you've heard uh, on previous episodes, but taking into consideration how technology can actually help us improve the way that we're training. Now, why did I look up all of this? It's to kind of give us perspective as to how to incorporate the right functional fitness for your task, your sport, and how to keep training smart. Even when you don't have access to a full-blown luxury gym setting, you don't really need that. We just need to learn how to use our body. And if you have good fundamentals, you will gain benefit and you will continue to improve even if you don't have access to all of the gym facilities and the equipment available. So the bottom line, what I want to share about right now, where we are, In 2020, with the COVID-19 pandemic that we're dealing with and how everyone is trying to get back to that normal way of living, getting back into training, gyms, sports. One of the big pros of this day and age is that we have so many resources out there dealing with sports medicine, strength and conditioning, fitness and health. We have so much more knowledge than we've ever had in the past. Our awareness as to what kinds of things will help us, what types of things we are trying to avoid or combat. We have gyms all over the place. I mean, right now, no gyms are really open, but we have access to tons of opportunities to exercise. We have a lot of data, we have gadgets, watches, Fitbits, everything. We have tons of apps that are promoting health and fitness, nutrition, sleep, all of these things. Those are all the pros. We have it all around us. The cons is that even though we have all of this, I would say, and I think a lot of professionals in the industry would agree, is that our general population is probably the most sedentary and out of shape that we've ever been in history. And if you look back at history, we didn't have all the equipment, the gyms, all of these luxuries when it comes to health and fitness. Yet when we do have it now, we are probably the furthest off from being fit as a society. So what does that tell you? It's it's good to have, it's good to have these resources. But until we actually integrate things back into our lifestyle, how we're moving on a daily basis, how much movement are we getting, what the quality of movement is, until all of that happens on a consistent basis, we're really not going to be that fit overall. So we just have to get back to the basics. The fundamentals and understand how to keep moving, move well, move consistently, and how to make our bodies as strong and fit as possible as we go through life. Even on that note, it's not a modern concept that exercise and movement has been prescribed to improve our overall health. Dating back all the way in history, there's always been some kind of suggestion or prescription or form of movement that has been associated with better health and people throughout history have prescribed exercise and movement to actually improve your overall health. To this day, that is still happening. We're still encouraged to get some movement in, we're still encouraged to exercise, get moderate exercise throughout the week. But really the difference is our overall lifestyle is different. So it's not something that is very common For unfortunately a lot of the population to actually get consistent movement and exercise in on a weekly basis and do that week after week after week. Now what I want to add here is that all of the equipment that we have sometimes it's making it more appealing or easier to get exercise but really when you start to break down the body weight exercises a lot of the exercises that we do at Pro That's really when you start to understand how well do I move and what types of areas do I need to focus on to make that a little bit more functional. Now, I'm always big on this is that nobody moves perfectly functional, but there's always things that we can do to improve that so that we minimize any injury risks and hopefully we start to do exercises or the right types of movements that help to build our body up. Another thing that I want to prioritize about fitness, especially now because a lot more people are at home, we're doing more home workouts, home exercises, is that aesthetics are important, but it shouldn't be the main factor as to what we're going for. A lot of times we just need to go back to, again, the basics and focus on how to be functional, how to move better, because if you are able to get higher quality workouts, you are better at doing exercises executing movements that's what's really going to help us and then the aesthetics will fall into place because if you can do all of the movements that you need to then that's where your body is just going to be healthier overall and aesthetics is a product of overall health fitness movement and all of these things Honestly, I see it very frequently. Just because you're really strong, you can move a lot of weight, maybe you're super good at this machine, it doesn't mean that it's going to be functional. You need to have the ability to bend, move, squat, jump, run, have the mobility to do certain daily activities. That's what's functional. All of the strength components, that's important too, but if you don't translate that into what you do in your activity or sport, it's not very beneficial to you as a whole. So for example, so if you think about a lot of the sports, there's a baseline strength that you need, but beyond that, it's more how can you translate into that movement that you need to execute on a regular basis? Just because you can deadlift or squat 500 pounds, it doesn't mean that you're going to be able to run faster or jump higher because they are completely different motor patterns or different styles of training that you need to practice. So just think about that. When you're doing your bodyweight exercises, there's a lot of things that we can do to elevate the way that we train. Train smart and have those movements translate over into our activities and our sports. And the last thing that I want to leave on Is that exercise needs to be something that you can do consistently and make it sustainable in your lifestyle. Exercise shouldn't be a chore. It shouldn't be something that you dread to do or that you have to do. It should be something that you look forward to doing because it adds so much positive value to your overall lifestyle. Exercise shouldn't be something that's completely separate. You want it to integrate into your lifestyle in some shape or form. You find something that you enjoy doing, that you do it because it provides a lot of that benefit again, and that's really what's going to be beneficial in the long run. When you are exercising, you want to make sure that you have a good foundation. So practice the fundamentals of exercise and movement, because if you're not moving well... The exercise that you're trying to get better at or train your body to improve, it's really not going to happen because we don't have a good foundation. You want exercise to build your body up, make you stronger, develop more strength, power, higher levels of performance, lower your injury risk. That is why the foundation of movement how you exercise is so important if you don't have good fundamentals and a solid foundation then every time you jump into exercise it's just going to be a matter of how long is it going to be before your body starts to break down and that is not what you want to do that's not beneficial in the long run and it's not fun it's not fun healthy in any shape or form mentally emotionally physically socially you don't want to be in a situation where you're breaking your body down Exercise, movement, all of this is meant to build your body up and that's what I want to stress today is that focus on how you're moving, focus on getting proper technique with simple body weight exercises, learn how to squat, hinge, push, pull, use your core, stabilize your core, all of these basics are things that you don't need any equipment for. Once you get this basics, when you do the other things with equipment, you'll probably get so much more out of those exercises because you'll have that solid foundation again. So, what I want to leave everybody with is to focus on simple bodyweight exercises. All of these exercises, no matter how strong, how powerful you are, you will be able to modify it, adjust things to get the best workout that you could with bodyweight exercises. A lot of times, Functional tasks can be replicated with bodyweight exercises. We don't necessarily need to be in our gym lifting weights on machines or doing other things. We just need to understand how can we move better at this point in time. And sometimes that's going to be one of the best workouts that you ever get. Thanks again for listening in, everybody. I learned a lot from looking up the history of exercise. It's kind of hard for me to imagine and fathom what it was like during these times because obviously we weren't there. We don't have any video documentation or anything. But I can imagine that a lot of people were very strong, very fit, and they were able to carry out all of these functional tasks at the level that they needed to. And that's really what exercise and fitness is all about. Stay tuned for more. I got a lot more new content coming out in the upcoming weeks. Remember, check out my Instagram, check out my YouTube. Subscribe, follow, and leave me any comments. If you ever need to reach me, go to my website and send me an email. I would love to hear any feedback from everybody. Until next week, everybody stay healthy, take care, and keep exercising. And always focus on how we're moving and improve the quality of our overall health and lifestyle. Aloha.